You are tuning into And She Shall Be Called Woman with your host, Reverend Kathy LaFleur. I want to thank all of my returning guests and welcome any new listeners who may be tuning in for the very first time. You can find new episodes every Saturday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Anchor FM. You can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram. Just search for And She Shall Be Called Woman. Let us go ahead and get into our lesson for today. We're going to first start with prayer and then we're going to go right to the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17. Very familiar text in your hearing. God, we thank you for another opportunity. God, we thank you for another day. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you have done in this day thus far. God, we thank you for being the God of our salvation and the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, I ask right now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. God, I ask right now that you will open the hearts and the mind and the ears and the spirit of those that are tuning into this broadcast, God. I ask that you would deposit something in them today, Lord God, that will get them through the rest of their evening and even until tomorrow, Lord God, that will find them in the midnight hours, Lord God, in the name of Jesus and bring peace to any circumstance in every situation. For this, I give you thanks, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And so Isaiah 54 and 17 reads, and I'll be reading from the King James Bible. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Now, we're very familiar with this particular text because we often hear it any time that we're going through difficulties or trials or tribulations, any type of attack or warfare that comes against us. We find ourselves quoting and reciting this particular verse, but normally we park at the A clause, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And and so what we have to understand first is what are weapons? What is it that the scripture is dealing with when it comes to weaponry and itinerary. Um, And so what we look at is a weapon is any implement or device that can be used with the intent to inflict damage or harm. And and so weapons are used to increase the uh, efficacy or the efficiency of activities such as hunting or crime, even law enforcement or self-defense and even war fair. Oh my God. And so weapons are any instruments of offense and anything used or designed to be used in destroying or even annoying an enemy. My God, what are enemies when you begin to break this thing down? Because truly a weapon that is formed uh, probably wouldn't come from those that we know love us, those that we know care for us, and those that we know have our best interest at hand. So it has to be an enemy. And so what is it that an enemy is? Well, enemies are those that are hostile. They're, they're those that are unfriendly and antagonistic 
or or they oppose. Uh, what does it mean to oppose? It means to be eager to prevent or to put to an end. It means to disapprove or to disagree with. It, it means to be in conflict or in, in a disagreement with. Uh, 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 to oppose means to be hostile towards. Uh, my God, it, it's it's to be to oppose to be against a policy. It could be opposing a cause. It could be opposing a, a march. It could be opposing a person or a group, uh, especially one who actively tries to do damage. Uh, an enemy is one who actively tries to damage you. Mm. An opponent is, is, is an enemy. An opponent is someone who competes against or fights another in a contest or a game or even an argument. An opponent is a rival or an adversary. And when we think about those opponents, sometimes we don't even realize that we are in a battle or in a contest or in some type of game with someone else. And, and, and so what happens is they begin to launch this unnecessary and unexpected attack against us, but the Bible teaches us that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Uh, see, when an army launches an attack uh, at a certain place, it doesn't uh, advance directly uh, at the opponent. But what it what an army does is they make a detour uh, to some other place. And what they do is they change the course in the middle of the march in order to attack and to disperse the enemy. And, and so this is what we have to understand. How do we combat? How do we fight back with the enemy? Well, I know that Paul uses the term. Uh, he teaches us that the weapons are our Warfare are not mighty uh, before God, uh, but they are uh, the casting. And this is in the new, uh, the ASV version. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but mighty before God to the casting down or the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that is exalted against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedient obedience of Christ and being in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience shall be made full. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 3 through 6. And so what we do is we have to look at the thing that is before us. So no weapon that is formed against us. When we look at that text and we look at the word form that means that is shaped that is molded that is set forth to come up against us and it's teaching us that it doesn't matter what is formed it doesn't matter what instrument they shaped it doesn't matter what tool that they use it doesn't matter in what capacity they use it in different weapons if you look at weaponry it comes in clubs or guns or or rocks or stones or or hammers or 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 even uh, some garden tools can be weapons in a fight. And, and so when you look at the different types of weaponry,
carpentry that can be or that is formed. The Bible said no weapon that is formed. That word is gives us insight that it will be uh, weapons formed. Uh, that is formed against you, against thee, against me, against us shall not prosper. Uh, no weapon that is formed against us shall be able to prosper. It, it won't prosper. It won't manifest. It won't win. It won't It won't have its victory. It, it, it won't be able to, to come against us. Even though it is formed, it won't take us out. And, and so we have to look at what the word of Isaiah, the prophet, is teaching us. He said, no weapon. So it doesn't matter the, the magnitude or the, the type or the, the, the capacity of the weapon. It doesn't matter the size of the weapon. It doesn't matter uh, the, 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 the damage of the weapon. It doesn't matter what type of weapon it is. It can be a spiritual gun. It could be the words. It could be uh, the, the, the rumors. It could be the hate. It, it could be the lies. It, it could be the betrayal. It doesn't matter what weapon that is formed against us. The Bible says that no weapon, no, no matter what it is, it won't be able to prosper. It won't be able to win. It won't be able to produce. It won't be able to overcome us. It won't be able to overtake us. Ah, my God. And so when I begin to look at this particular text, I begin to look at wars and an army and, and how they do things. And it said that they basically changed the course and in and, and the midst of the attack, they begin to move and to detour in a different direction. I came to tell you, ladies, that in order for us to combat some of the weapons that are formed against us, uh, we have to make a detour. We have to take a different route. Uh, we can't come back and clap back. We, we can't fight them with our carnal weapons. We can't fight them in the weaponry that they're using. We can't fight like them. We we have to rise above the fight. We have to rise above the, the weaponry that they use and we have to fight with our spiritual weapons. And, and it says the spiritual weapons are not carnal, but but they are mighty in God. And, and so we have to fight with those things that are mighty in God. Well, when you look at the things that are mighty in God, the things that are mighty in God are the words of God. And so what we have to do is we have to learn this word so that we can fight our battles with the word of God. And when you look at Jesus in Matthew chapter four, and he's, he's fasting for 40 days and he's faced with the enemy and the enemy is still trying to use scriptures to battle against Christ at his weakest moment. But Jesus is still fighting with the word of God. And, and he's telling him, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He offers Jesus some of the things that he doesn't even possess. I want you to understand that the enemy will come ah, and try to entrap you and entangle you and to snare you up in things that they don't even, oh my God, have control over what it is, is these weapons are caused ah, to distract us. They're caused to take us off course, but we change the course of our battle. We get to choose which battle we're going to fight. But in the end, we have to remember that the battle is not even ours. It, it is the Lord's. And, and so the principal fu- function of an army weapon is simply to kill the enemy. And an army's final aim is simply to reduce or destroy the enemy's fighting strength. Well, I came to understand that the only way that we can reduce or or to destroy the enemy's fighting strength is not to fight with the weapons that he fight with. If he's shooting at us with the weapons of, of a gun and we shoot back, then there should be casualties among all of us. But if we begin to declare the word of the Lord, if, if someone's fighting you with
with, with, with rumors, if someone's fighting you with lies, if someone's fighting you with betrayal, if someone's fighting you with bike batting, we backbiting, we don't want to fight back with those same weapons. We want to pull down, cast down, and to bring down those type of weapons with the word of God. If, if they're lying on us, all we have to do is continue living in truth. If they're betraying us, all we have to do is continue to be faithful unto God. I, my God, if, if, they're, if they're speaking ill about you, all you have to do is, the Bible teaches us that, that if you can heap coals over their head, speak good of them. And, and the Bible says, do good to those that spitefully use you. So I just say that all you got to do is love them to death. And, and the more that we show love and the more that we show the attitude and the gratitude and the attributes and, and, and those things, the characteristics of Christ and of God, then we will be able to win every battle that we face. And we don't have to worry about it. It says to cast down imaginations. Ah, oh my God, some of these battles that we end up having and some of these wars that we end up fighting are even the wars in our own mindset. These are things that are caused, these are weapons that are caused uh, and formed against us, uh, but they won't be able to prosper. Our weapons are from God. They have divine power to demolish strongholds, uh, and, and maybe it's time for a different strategy. See, we've tried to fight the way other people fight. We try to fight like mama and them fought. We try to fight like big mama fought. We try to fight like auntie and them fought. We try to fight like this our best friends fought, but it's time for a new type of strategy. And and so the strategy that I want to present to you today in order to combat, in order to fight, in order to be victorious in every fight, ah, my God, using the weapons that are not carnal, but are mighty in in God of the pulling down of strongholds is the word of God, not just the word of God. Uh, So think about it. If we are in a battle, mm, everything inside of us tries to get us to keep struggling, but it tries to get us to keep struggling in silence. It tries to give us to keep struggling in secret. It tries to get us to keep the mask on. Come on, y'all. To keep the mask on and hide the pain. It's trying to get us to lie about the truth. What are you talking about, Rev? Well, I'm talking about when it really hurts and we don't really say that it hurts. And we keep saying, yes, uh, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm I'm a be." okay but really deep down inside we're bleeding and we're hurting and we're aching and and we're toiling and we're tormented with what has happened well maybe if we find ourselves in James 5 and 16 that says that we are to confess our sins to each other and to pray uh, that part to pray for each other so that we can live together whole and heal maybe this is where we need ah my god the strategy to change the strategy can change when we begin to pray for one another the strategy can begin to change when we look out for one another. The strategy begins to change when we don't mind being honest and vulnerable and transparent about what we're really dealing with. The strategy will change when we don't fight the way they fought, when we don't try to do the things that they've done to us against them. Ah, my God, the strategy and the course has to change in the midst of the fight. And this is what gets us to win victory after victory, war after war, trial after trial, tribulation after 
tribulation. This is what gets us to pass every test and every opportunity that the enemy, ah, my God, tries to put in front of us. Every temptation, every lie, every frustration, every irritation, everything that tries to get us to lose the things that God has given us. And and so you have to understand that there are different things uh, that we may be fighting. Sometimes it's it's a trial of an explosive temper. Uh, sometimes it's a weapon of a, a fragile image. Uh, it, it, it is the appetite or distrust for authority. It, it, it is negative thinking or bad habits. It's one's weakness. And, and, and so we have to understand that these are also weapons. Uh, uh, your, your, your messed up attitude and, 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 and your lying tongue and, and your cussing and your fussing. These are weapons that, that try to form against us uh, in our own minds. And so we have to understand that, that these weapons, uh, these enemies' weapons, they're stronger. And, and, and so the strongholds, they're, the stronghold is strong enough to grip us like a vice. And, and it, the stronghold is stubborn enough to hold on to us. And what strongholds do, it, they cling to us like a bear trap. And, and so the harder you try to shake that off, the, the more it hurts. If you've ever been trapped in something and you try to shake it off, you understand ah, that the shaking will cause damage and, and it begins to hurt. But I dare you to begin to bind and rebuke and to proclaim and to declare those things. Uh, uh, my God, it, you have to understand that no weapon that is formed against you, ladies, shall be able to prosper. Uh, the Bible says, uh, if you read it in its entirety in the New Living Translation, it says, if any nation comes to fight you, uh, it is not because I've sent them. God is telling us today, I didn't send nobody to come up against you because I'm inside of you. And if they come up against you, they're coming up against me. He said, whoever attacks you will go down in defeat. So this means you don't have to worry about ah, overcoming. You don't have to worry about being victorious in the battle. Anyone who attacks you, according to the word of the Lord, will go down in defeat. He said, I have created the blacksmith who fans the coals beneath the forge and makes the weapons of destruction. I have created the armies that destroy. Ah, my God, you don't have to worry about the armies that come against you because we serve the God of the angel armies and every army that he has created. He says, I have created the armies that destroy. He said, but in that coming day, no weapon. See, it's going to happen, but he wants you to understand that when it happens in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You don't have to worry about it. He said, you will silence every voice. Ah, my God. He said, you will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. Ah, my God, you're going to make them keep quiet. You're going to silence them. He said, these benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. They're vindicated. Ah, my God, their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. See, when God has said it, that settles it. And, And so you don't have to worry about the things that you are facing. You don't have to worry about the enemies that come against you. You don't have to worry about the weapons that come against you. God said, if I said it, this is our heritage. This is an inheritance that we have received of the Lord that we don't have to worry about anything that has been shaped and formed to come against us. That God will fight for us. That God will send the army that will, oh my God, that will demolish and dismantle every spiritual attack that comes up against his children. And and so I want you to understand, my God, uh, I want to read a scripture to you. My God, I want to read it to you. Uh, It says, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, 
all. I have not stopped giving thanks for you and remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that God, uh, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his people and his incomparable great powers for us who believe that Power is the same as the mighty strength and he exerted, oh my God, when he raised Christ from the dead and, and seated him at the right hand in heavenly realms. Uh, listen, I want you to understand that, that, that the power that we have within us in order to combat, in order to, to fight the weapons that are formed against us are mighty, oh my God, mighty and powerful when they come through God because God, ah, he's a God of resurrection. He's a God that raised Jesus from the dead. This is the type of power that he has to oh, to bring us to a state of victory when it comes to battling our enemies. The Bible says that no weapon that is formed, that means you have to prepare for weapons to come. Uh, he said, but no weapon that is formed shall be able uh, against thee shall prosper. You don't have to worry about them being formed or prospering. He said, they're going to be formed. It's going to happen. He said, it, it, you were meant to go through this. And when I was in my prayer this morning. I want to say this before I close. When I was in my prayer time this morning with the Lord, I began to meditate on the things that had happened to me in the past. And and I began to thank God for all the things that he brought me through. And and as I reflect back uh, all the way into the years of my my adolescenthood, all the way back to where I was a little girl, it was difficult in prayer because I had to thank God for things ah, that was designed to kill me. I had to thank God for some of the experiences that I had that should have taken me out. I thanked him even for the time, oh my God, that he allowed me to survive molestation. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me, oh my God, to survive being beat up. And I thanked him for the times that he allowed me the times to come out of an abusive marriage. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me even as a teenager to be, be to be beaten up in, in, in school. I, I thanked him for the times that he allowed me as an adult to be an abusive marriage. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me to come out of situations that was meant to harm me. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me, oh my God, to come out of the clubs when they were rioting. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me not to get hit with a bullet when they were shooting in the club. I thanked him for the time, my God, that he allowed me to come out of the lies that they told against me at work. I thanked him for the time that he allowed me to come out of the lies that they told against me in court. I thanked him for the charges that was dropped because of the lie. I thanked him for all the things that he allowed me to overcome because of his power, because he uh, has given me an inheritance that I don't have to worry about the weapons that are formed against me. And he said that I don't even have to worry about the weapons, nor do I have to worry about every tongue that shall uh, rise up against me in judgment. He said that I shall condemn. Uh, That means I shall be the one, uh, my God, that brings up 
up a legal case against them that I shall bring them before the presence of the Lord. I shall bring a charge against those that are condemning me with their mouth. I shall be able to bring my case ah, to the courts of heaven and have it heard before a righteous judge. I shall be victorious even in those proceedings. He said, and their righteousness is of me. He said, as long as I, my God, that I am a servant of the Lord, my righteousness is ever before him. The things that I know I say, the things that I know I do that are pleasing unto God. This is what he said. He said, this is my inheritance. Those that serve me. Ah, my God, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and, and their righteousness. That means my righteousness. That means your righteousness ah, is of me. See, our righteousness is in God. It doesn't matter what we did wrong ah, because God already knows and, and he covered us when we confess our fault one to another and begin to pray for each other. When we repent and turn from our wicked ways, then we stand in the righteousness that is of God. And, and he said, this is my inheritance for my children. So I want you to understand today that no matter what you had to face, no matter what you had to go through, no matter what you had to endure, no matter what you had to face, I want you to know that no weapon that has been formed against you or that will form against you, that, that has formed against you or that you're in the middle of right now, I want you to understand that every lying tongue, that every false tongue, that every betraying tongue, ah, that every hating tongue, that every gossiping tongue, that every, ah, my God, tongue that is plotting and scheming and that is trying, ah, my God, God said that you shall condemn, you shall, you have the right to bring a legal action up against the enemy and to, ah, my God, to try him in the courts of heaven, to bring your proceedings to the righteous judge that can hear your case, ah, and that can rule in your favor. I want you to understand how victorious you are, how how amazing you are, how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. I want you to understand that the power that worketh in you is the power of God and it is mighty in pulling down the stronghold. Uh, we will not be trapped up into these careless battles. We we will not be enticed to fight uh, carnally. We will not fight uh, with the weapons of our mind and we will not fight with carnal weapons. We will fight in the spirit. We will fight for one another. We will fight for our sisters. We will fight for our brothers. Uh, we will fight, oh my God, until everything, oh my God, that God has assigned to our hands to battle on behalf of shall be victorious. We will fight for one another. Ladies, I want you to understand, stop entering into wars with, with the enemies uh, that are the enemies of God. And, and you don't have to worry about the weapon. God said, I'm calling a detour today. I'm, I'm calling to a redirection. I'm calling you to change the course of your fight today. He said, I'm calling, oh my God, thank you, Lord. He said, I'm calling you to, to change the course of your battle today. I need you to retreat. Uh, I need you to come to me, all that are heavy, laden, and burdened, and I will give you rest. This battle is mine, and I got this. God is saying, I, I am the God of the angel armies. I'll fight for you. I created uh, the battle. I created the battlegrounds because I know the course. I, I know the, the ditches. I know, oh my God, the hills and the valleys. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He said, I know which direction the enemy is coming from. I know how he's trying to plot and scheme against you. I need you to change the course of your fight. I need you to change the direction of your fight. I need you to level up. I need you to fight in the spirit and not in your flesh. And, and when you're tempted to say something, when you're tempted to do something, when you're tempted to think something, God said, I need you to bring all those thoughts under subjection. I need you to cast down every imagination. I need you to bring every thought to me. I need you to think on these good things, the things that are 
holy, the things that are righteous. I need you to give the battle over to me because I will give. Ah, Masha. He said, I'll fight for you and then say it was your victory. <laughs> My God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. I listen to this song all the time, a song that one of my mentors sent to me, and it's called Defender. And, 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 and so it talks about how God will go before I know that he's even gone to win my war. I want you to understand that before you even can tell God about him, ah, before you even t- be able to tell God who's coming up against you, God says, I've already gone, fought and won, and I'm bringing you back the victory. Ah, my God, so you don't have to worry about any weapon that is formed against you. Ah, it won't be able to prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, women of God. God bless you. Let us pray. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word that teaches us, oh God, that we don't have to worry about no weapon that is formed against us, that it won't be able to prosper according to your word. And God, you said that every tongue, every mouth, God, that speaks and rises up against us in judgment, ah, my God. Every mouth, every voice, God, every lie, every person, Lord God, that we shall condemn. God, we will bring all our battles to you. We will will write up the cases, God, to bring them and try them in the courts of heaven before the righteous judge, oh God, so that we will be victorious in our actions, ah, my God, against the acts that they do against us, God. We will stand in righteousness, and, and we know that this is the inheritance, the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and we are truly your servants, God. And we thank you on this day that this is what you said, according to Isaiah 54 and 17. You said, saith the Lord. God, you said this to us. And so we repeat it back into the atmosphere. Ah, We repeat it back into our own ears. We repeat it back into our hearts so that we can hear it again from you, oh God. And we thank you. I thank you for every woman that tunes in to this episode. God, I ask that you will bless her, touch her, increase her, Lord God. Heal her, make her whole. God, in the blessed name of Jesus. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to, as always, thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. If you would like to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can do so with small monthly donations in order to help to sustain the future episodes. Our podcast can also be found streaming on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, CastBox, and Apple Podcasts, y'all. And until we meet again, always remember... That the Lord says, ladies, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. God bless you.